everyone. Welcome back. Episode 8. KO Podcast back in full effect. As always, your boy Arthur Olshansky. And here with Neil. The Ocho. Episode number 8. You speak Spanish? Yo, Chad Ocho Cinco. So, awesome. Summer's in full swing. Full effect. Looking around, we have a new setup. I kind of love this. like this new setup. What are your thoughts on the new setup? It's all right. It's all right? I think it's kind of cool. I think the way we're progressing, maybe in a few more episodes, we'll have like a bed here. Oh, we got a spoon? Whatever. I mean, whatever happens, a click stays a click. From a, a spooning perspective, are you a, a, an outer spoon or the inner spoon? Oh, let me think about that. I think I'm a... I think I'm an outer. Yeah, an outer. So typically the men are, right? More dominant trait. I, I hate fucking spooning. Don't touch me. Although when we travel, I'm the outer. You're the inner. No, 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 So this was great. We have a really exciting podcast for you. I'm actually only a piece of paper in my hand. Ooh. Pretty exciting. About what? About a month ago, maybe a little, a little longer than that, we decided that we were going to do a fun DNA test. So I did a 23 in me, and you did some shitty all fucking brand. Ancestry.com. Uh-huh. Your, yours is better. My, my, is Let me tell you what Neil's founding said. Neil Constantoulis, you are not the father. God. Yes. Maury. Maury. So that's exciting. We're, we're going to talk about our DNA traits. Uh, also, uh, Women's World Cup is in full effect right oh, now. Oh, yeah. It's One, amazing. First round is over. Could be a little, little bit of an upset yesterday. You want to say women? Why well, they won, but I have a. I think they should have won more than 3 0. He gets Vietnam. Viet fucking up. Forrest Gump, one of the top five movies of all time. Yeah, that's the World Cup. Another great Vietnam movie, Full Metal Jacket. Yes. We actually, you know, it's interesting for us because. Hey, baby. USA is playing Netherlands on Wednesday. Who do we root for? USA. All right. Well, so, so before we go to the DNA, let me ask you my USA World Cup political question. Uh-huh. You you probably didn't know this because you're not keen on, on World Cup news. So during the national anthem, there's a big stake now mm. that a handful of the USA women did not put their hand over chest and they did not sing the national anthem. I want to say there was three to five players that did this, but now there's a big stake with some people on the right shocker that say that you know they're anti-American because they didn't sing the national anthem or have their hand on your heart. What is your opinion on that matter? Oh, man, you're getting political here. Um, you know, I'm not a political guy. Always be careful of a guy that starts, to, you know, in that kind of way. Listen, we live here. I, for am one, am an immigrant. Came here as, as a young child, right? I live here in the United States. I'm a U.S. citizen, U.S. passport. Um... I mean, we live and die for this country. Like, outside of all these differences we have and, you know, taking a knee and holding your hand, not hand, you know, we're Americans. We need to respect that. A lot of people today are dying in other countries for freedom of their country. We take that for granted. So I think we should, at minimum, pay respect it shows to the rest of the world that we love our country. That's my opinion. Yeah. So you would be for them singing the national anthem. Show respect. Right, right, right. Whatever, singing that thing, show respect. Put your hand on your heart. Love America. God bless America. Fair. Love it. Fair enough. Or 
move. We're a free country. If you don't like it, leave. Go live in France or whatever. Fair enough. Okay. What do you think? Uh, oh, honestly, I don't really give a shit. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, I, I know that's kind of like, you know me, I consider myself Switzerland when it comes to politics. I'm right in the middle. I, I lean. And Neil's real slick about that. I, I lean both ways, but um, again, it doesn't affect my life, so I don't really care. Uh, that's why the one, you know, to play devil's advocate, that's what's great about living in America. You have the freedom to express your opinion. And true. with along those lines with no consequences. You know, to me, I just, I, I, I don't like politics and sports. I just enjoy it to, to, to watch it. Um, you know, obviously I'll be rooting for USA to win the world cup, but again, it, it's their choice. It's, it's, it's their right. And they can do whatever they want. And, and it's fine by me. I think it's fun to watch. It's a great world event. As you know, not a big soccer fan, but I love, I love the competitive <laughs> nature of it. And you know me, I root for anyone except Russia. Speaking of Russia, perfect segue Ooh. into our, our DNA results. I, uh, I think we should, we should delve right into this. Do you want to go first or do you want me? Yeah, to so Neil has way more details than I do. I should have probably spent that extra $2 and, and gone with that. But no surprise, no shocker. No shocker. No shocker. That didn't look right. That's a shocker. It's a shocker. Okay. Oh, anyway. I think it's two. Yeah, but, I would have had a roll. Two is two. You're right. And you must have experience. You knew, you knew it wasn't right. Well, I mean, I've, I've been around you for a long time, over 11 years <laughs> plus. 12, probably. 12 plus. Yeah. All right. So uh, tell me about so, your okay, results. So, no surprise. Let me guess. You are Asian. <clears throat> oh, crap. All right. Go ahead. Although I do, people do say I have like some Asian flavor. In my life. Well, well, because something like Eastern European, Southern Europe is like, you know what I mean? But this is not true because I know my DNA. All right, let's go. So 98%. Shocker. 98%. I'm from Central Eastern Europe. Okay. Ashkenazi Jew. 98%. So. Shalom, my brother. <laughs> so then if you delve deeper. Yes, let's dive deeper. You know, you I, in my analytics here, I can see my parents' results. I actually shared with my parents. Okay. And, uh. Told my mom she's 100% Jewish. She was very proud about that. She's like, she knew this. But my dad, about a long way, you know, mixed it up a little bit. Right. A little bit of flavor. Now, the interesting thing is, Eden now is doing her DNA. Uh, we're going to find out. I just hope we're not cousins or, or uh, the good brother says, well, the, the good news is your kids are normal. So there's really no, and there's no close. Uh, so no <laughs> shocking, no surprises. I did kind of find some relatives that I was aware of um, that came over here a long, long time ago, American relatives, as well as some current relatives. I guess it's whoever submits their information. Right. Let's see, go ahead, Neil. What about you? So no shockers. You weren't you weren't shocked by any results. I was waiting for something more exotic. Right. I was waiting for like I don't know, like North Africa. Right. Or something like oh, like that's a surprise. Yeah. Or Asia or something. Nothing. Just okay. So mine had a little bit of a shock. It's an interesting one that I was unaware of. So uh, just be brief, brief background. My father's obviously from Greece, from Chios. Very Greek. Small island off the coast of Turkey. Very Greek. I was always told that my grandmother was from Ukraine, or Kiev. Um, and then my grandfather on my mother's side was from Poland, Warsaw. I was always told. We do that. So my results came back. And it's really interesting. So very similar to you. 96.6 European. 
Ooh. which is interesting. The uh, two point, I'm shocked by that. Yeah, 96.6 European. So this was interesting. 51.3% West Central Ukrainian Jute. Which I know my grandmother's Jewish, but 51% Ukrainian. I wow. Which was I'm not surprised. I knew that I knew I knew you had some Ukraine in you. Not now. Yeah, boy. Now the interesting part to me is when you look at the map, it actually shows the geographic region where your family ancestors come from. And the map is highlighted where my grandmother's from in Ukraine. Right. But there was no talk about Poland, which is interesting because I was always told that my grandfather's name was Irving Pletskovsky, which is pretty Polish. But What's from Warsaw? You know, that whole area now is kind of like, you know, well, my last right. name's Olshansky, and that's right. kind of Polish sounding. So 51% Ukrainian. And the other interesting part is, well, this is really not interesting. I thought it'd be more, though. 22.1 Greek and Balkan, which is interesting. Uh, Balkan is like what Yugoslav, like, like yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I think the Balkan, like uh, Albania, north. Maybe right. you're Albanian. Oh, no, so <laughs> so like the guy at but the restroom. The interesting part is, it, 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 you look at the map; it encompasses the general region, and it was Kios, from my father's from, is highlighted. I'm, I'm a Quixote, I'm from Kios, um, and it was highlighted. Oh, what Quixote? Quixotes. Yeah. Oh, so that's a be great. Now this was the shot. Because what I'll reveal next, my father, no oh, one, let me sit down for this. No, it's not that big. Yeah. No one could really understand where the hell this came from. 20.9. So really only 2% different than being Greek says I'm Italian. Wow. That's a shocker. Which is interesting because the only thing I could think of is that. Hold on. Hold on. Sit down for this one. We talked about this. No, I'm not going to go into a lot of detail. Okay, good. But my uncle lived with us when I was born and raised in New Jersey for a good couple of three years. He moved out when I was four years old, which was 45 years ago. And my father has never talked to him since. And his name was Tony. Just saying, that's a pretty Italian name. So, but yeah, but, but, so I, I also read an article that back in the day, the Greeks infiltrated Naples, took over Naples, and they oh, the Greeks definitely infiltrated. Right. But, but the interesting part is, it says that although we've detected Italian DNA in your ancestral breakdown, we have not identified more specific locations that your recent ancestors may have called home. Dude, you got a lot of great detail. I got nothing. Oh, this is great. This was phenomenal. So, so to me, I thought that was interesting. Greece, close to Italy. Embarrassed to say this, but Italian's actually my favorite food. So maybe, maybe. Listen, what if you were like half Turkish? So I'm not done. Well, <laughs> for that. So my grandfather was born in Turkey, I found that. Oh. Uh, so the next point was 1.2 broadly Western Asian and North African, which makes sense. I, you know, I thought from the waist out, I would be, you know, higher percentage African, which makes sense, but I guess I wasn't. But so 1.2, uh, and the rest actually was interesting. It was Western Asia and Turkish. Because Turkey falls in the Western Asia. I can say, you know what? You, your profile is way more exciting and exotic. Mine, kind of boring. So maybe do 23 and me. Maybe you get a, a, a better breakdown. We'll see. I'm curious That's to see what Ina comes back. I have my I have my suspicions there's going to be some exotic stuff. Right. There. So if, there, if there's anyone out there that could help me find out why I'm Italian, please let me know because no one has no freaking clue. My father cannot 
put his finger on anything. Call 888-959-1196. Hit extension two for sales and hit up Neil Constantil. That's what I was saying. So what's cool now is my sister's going to do it because I want to see if her, her percentages of trades. So that'd be interesting. Come back exactly as mine. That'd be interesting. That would that would be a really really cool tell time. But you should get your dad. Do I want to? Yes. Why am I find that he's not really my dad? No, no, no. I'm pretty sure you guys look a lot alike. I can also look like my uncle. I've never seen your uncle. I don't know. I'll show you the picture later. All right. But but that 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 was a lot of fun. Um, I think everyone should do it. It's cool to find out where your roots are from. I think a lot of fun. I was like, he got his results quick. I was just waiting, sweating it out. I was like on my vacation. Yeah. Which we'll discuss. Oh yeah, yeah, good thought. And I was like, where are my results? Where are my results? Finally, they come in, and I'm like. You know. Super excited. Like I read it. I'm like, oh, that's it. A bore, huh? A little bore. So you just got back from vacation last week. Are you fully recuperated? Your sleep habits? Sort of. I think a little bit. Are you in the market for a reliable managed security service provider to safeguard your business in the ever-evolving digital landscape? Click Solutions and experience Baltimore-based MSSP is now closer than ever. With our cutting-edge expertise and commitment to providing an amazing IT experience, we are a reliable partner for comprehensive compliance and cybersecurity solutions in Miami. Security is the foundation of a strong defense. At Click Solutions, we collaborate with you to craft a customized strategy, effortlessly conquer compliance challenges with our meticulous assessments and strategic planning. Stay steps ahead of cyber threats with our relentless 24 by 7 network surveillance. Unleash the power of our rapid incident response team in the face of security breaches and empower your team to be unstoppable against cyber threats. Don't leave your security to chance. Get in touch to schedule a power pack consultation. Call this number now and visit our website. Your business deserves the best. You know, I think you could tell I'm back on track because we just had an amazing lunch at Southside Diner. And Shout that went down, huh? Shout out to Nick. Shout out to Nick and the rest of his crew, uh, Royce in the house, the rest of the ladies and uh, staff. Great lunch as always. Always recommend stop by for amazing breakfast. Yeah. Probably the best inside Baltimore City and South Baltimore. Definitely a staple of great uh, food. Nick does a great job. Remembers everyone's name. Yeah. Shakes your hand. It's great. So you were gone for 10 days. 10, 11 days. Yeah. We went, you know, and I went. Tell to, me like what you did, where you went to. Holy moly. We went, well, London. London's huge. Really? Huge city. I can't stress. We stayed in central London, but it took an hour to get outside to hide it. Very, uh, I drove. Right. Which was people think I'm crazy, but I am crazy. But I drove car on with the right hand steering wheel on the left side of the road. That was challenging. We went all over the place. Highlights, my favorite. We went to uh, Tin Tintag Tintagel Tintagel Tintagel. Yeah, it's Cornwall. Oh, it's Western uh, England, uh, right under Wales. It's where King Arthur. So King Arthur apparently. Were you named heard, after him? No. We yeah. talked about that in the last episode. That was been author of Sherlock Holmes. But I would like to think. So interesting. King Arthur supposedly was born in this area. And it's beautiful. Nice. It's really, really beautiful. You're right on these cliffs overlooking the Celtic Sea, which is super powerful. I actually got a cold while I was there. But amazing people. Super nice. Saw some amazing things. Uh, food was all right. Was better, yeah. better than I expected. Just can't eat fish and chips for the next 10 years. So you, you told me an interesting thing you noticed over there. 
how ugly the people are. Well, listen, that's a very strong for all our you, all our followers from UK. We do we have you know. Oh, he's not a client anymore. So yeah, listen. Anyway, people over there are just not that attractive. Like maybe we're spoiled because Neil and I. I'm around Neil every day, and he's a good looking dude. You know, we have amazing, beautiful uh, people at Click Solutions, and some dudes and beautiful ladies. Um, but over there, it's a struggle. I I don't know what it is. Teeth, but nobody really takes care of them. Work out, you know, like how are the showers. Sh- oh, you know what? I was actually thinking about you in a non-sexual way. Damn, what were you doing when we were at this Cornwall? Ina will back me up on this. There's a sh- in our room. We had a shower. It was the greatest shower I've ever seen in my life. What are you making? It was super hot. The pressure. Oh. This, I've never experienced a shower like that. It was really, really it was orgasmic. Did the, it, hand, did the handle come off or no? No. Oh, you don't, you like when the handle comes nah, off? Sometimes you can put a nice place. feels good. Anyway. Go ahead. That's t- no, but great. I was thinking about it. I said, I told Ina, I said, Ina, Neil would say this is the best shower ever. It was hot. It was great. I, 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 I am very good. critical of showers. Yeah. But overall, great experience. Stonehenge. We went to Stonehenge. We went to Oxford, which is super cool. Really? I was sending you pictures. We went to Canterbury. We went to Windsor. We drove a lot. Right. I drove a lot. Would you go back or you feel like you'd done it once and that was good? I, I'd go back probably, but like, you know, listen, I do it differently. You know, Ina is very high pace. So you got to see a lot. She kept you on schedule. She man. kept 15 kilometers a day in the Jeez. beginning. I was like walking. I'm like, holy crap. Last time I did that was with Neil in Amsterdam. We walked right. around, but that was just, we were, do- we were doing circles. Yeah. I wonder where we were. <laughs> but, uh, All right. but I would go back and like, you know, great nightlife, great food, uh, bars. I would do a little bit different, less active, more relaxing nice. out, chilling lounge. Nice. But it was great. Awesome. Good to be back. Uh, obviously, I'm going to be heading out to um, exactly. hang out with Karin, Mikhail, C-Dubs, C-Allen. Yeah. Oh, sorry. C-Dubs. C-M, C-M, I'm coming for you. C-Dubs. We're going to be in Austin, Texas for the rest of this week. And then next week, Uh-oh. next week, uh, Roland and I heading out to Miami, down to Miami, to hang out with our team, uh, to see uh, some, of our cl- uh, some of our clients, uh, as well as Roman's dad, who's super amazing, Dad uh, Misha. Uh, shout out to him because he follows our our podcast. Sweet. And Misha, we're coming to hang out with you. We're gonna go to Uzbek restaurant. So I like Uzbek. Speaking of uh, work, real real quick, we had this conversation yesterday with a law firm, and, it, and it's a um, oh yeah a solution that seems to be growing from our standpoint is compliance as a service. Um, can you maybe touch on explain to, to the folks out there what compliance as a service is and why it's beneficial for organizations? Yeah, great. Yeah, it's a great question actually it was was a lot of fun to go out with you to a meeting it's old school we don't get to go out to meetings that often right. anymore but it was but soon we will be yeah more interrupt you real quick we took out one of our engineers the first thing he said we left me it's phenomenal to go on calls with you guys he, he said we're the two best sales guys he's ever seen of course and he worked for one of our biggest competitors he in Valley. i mean he was like i, I i'm in the midst of greatness and he said we know you're welcome Bow down to the oh, anyway, god unfadeable so please don't try to fade it's a great song all right, so, so compliance at the service. What is it? So this is huge, right? And we're not talking about, okay, HIPAA and PCI. All, that's okay. That's We know that, right? But what we're seeing, and this is, it's starting to happen more and more and more, 
companies, businesses are being uh, turned down for cybersecurity issues. I've seen this happen several times over the past few weeks. It's a conversation we had yesterday with this law firm because insurance carriers are now mandating minimum requirements that you must have in order to be able to have valid coverage for cybersecurity insurance. It's huge. They're getting denied. This is no longer a myth or I heard in the last two weeks, we had three or four clients come to us, prospects come to us, help. Right. I just lost coverage and I need this coverage to be able to maintain my business. It's a requirement. I need to show this on my certificate of insurance. So we have a platform. Okay. I'm answer now. I'll finally answer your questions. Like, all right, all right. Yeah, I was getting excited. So we have a platform, Roman and the guys, Dave, uh, architected this uh, uh, compliance service platform. We can actually align our clients right. and our prospects to make sure that they adhere to that. On top of that, we can provide them documentation, policies, procedures that they can show to the insurance companies uh, that show that uh, they have adequate protection. They're taking IT seriously. They have a mature, mature IT business model. Uh, it's it's only we're going to see this more and more and more. Right. Um, yeah. So so if I'm I'm a, 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 a an I own a company, let's say hypothetically I do own a company, I own another company, and my insurance company says, hey, what what cyber platforms or what cyber solution do you have in place? I can effectively just give them this documentation. Yeah. Here you go. Have a nice day. What may it's clean. Yeah. Or they will ask you to fill out a questionnaire. Right. And then we can help, obviously, as their MSP, or, uh, we can help fill out the questionnaire, provide evidence, documentation that, uh, you know, evidence, right? Yeah, yeah. All this is is in place, uh, validate against that and and keep those guys happy. Awesome. So if you, if you want more information about compliance service or any cybersecurity related solutions, hit me up. I'm here for you. We're here to help, but we're actually helping a lot of our clients. You know, think about it, past 18 to 24 months, prospects I'm talking to never had budget for cybersecurity. Now, nine out of 10 prospects I talk to say, the one thing that keeps me up at night, at night is not having a really good cyber solution. Well, there's those those key components, huge cyber, data backup, data protection. Right. Um, support, obviously, IT support has become sort of like, you know, like, that's secondary. basic, basic right. secondary stuff. Now it's like, how are you protecting my data? Are we taking things serious here? Ross. All right. Well, one last shout out. Thank you before we wrap this up. You know, I just realized we, we've done this for eight podcasts and I've never actually thank Julia for her, her hard work and help doing these podcasts. So shout out to Julia for helping us put this podcast together. Uh, Amazing. She uh, producer. On. Yes. Jay Diddy, as we call her. She stays on top of rest. Make sure we do it. So thank you, Julia. Thank you, Julia. Listen to all our followers. Please comment. Please share. Please like. We're on all the different media platforms for this podcast, both visual so you can see our beauty, but also audio components you can listen to on on Apple and right. Amazon and Spotify and all the. And if there's any yeah. topics you want to cover, whether yeah. it's IT or non IT, yeah. just throw it in the comments. And on the next episode, we're going to have a guest. Oh, this is going to be. We're starting off with a bang, not to mention names. But stay tuned. Next level shit coming up. Little hint. I'm the penalty. It's man. He's growing as man. He's growing in us. Thank you. Peace.